Hello, this is Emily, president of Soap Advocates of ADEC and podcast host. Welcome to another episode of our monthly podcast, Expert Tips by ADEC Self Advocates. Today we have Yuri and Chris. Thank you for coming. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. It's great. Mm. So, how will you describe what your career is? So, um, I am a vocational rehabilitation counselor. Um, we help people with disabilities um, obtain training and employment. Like you help make sure that people like me, like clients, will get a job. Right. We work with them to try to to um, help people with disabilities get opportunities to achieve their dreams and live their best lives and and work and do the very best that they can do. I love that. <laughs> That's great. Well, what is the description of your career, Yuri? Yeah, uh, I'm an employment consultant and I help individuals find employment. Um, we take them through the entire hiring process, onboarding, and making sure that they're learning their job tasks and making sure that they maintain their job. All right. That's great. Mm. Mm. So how long have the both of you guys been in these positions? I have been with vocational rehabilitation for eight years. Um, for the last four years, I have a combined caseload. So I've, I have a specialty caseload. I serve people who are blind and visually impaired, but then I also have general cases. So it can be people with any disability. I have been with ADEC for about two years, um, but I feel like I've always been in this field. I used to work through Goldenrod, and I did like about six years with them. So you guys really do a good job with what you do. Well, thank, thank you. you. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I feel like it's very important for our community, but also for our clients, like people like me, because like we need to get out of the community. We gotta like, have a job. But just like everybody else, we need these things so we could like what let's say like pay for groceries. Right. Or buy groceries for like Right. Well, be able to do fun stuff too and yeah. things that you wanna do, go on trips and ev- ev- things that everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. Usually my question to my clients when we first start is finding out what their dream is because everybody works for a dream. So in order if to find out how we can help them succeed, we have to figure out what that dream is. What are we going to do to get there? Because sometimes throughout the employment life, we can, you know, learn new tasks and it gets hard. And so it's good to, rem- to remind them, remember, this is what we're working for. This is what you want. So it's always good to remind them that, you know, that we are working towards something. That's a great motivation. It's a good reminder to like, know this is what you want. This is what you wanted to do. This is what you said that you wanted to do. Do you still want to do this? Correct, yeah. What is a day in the life of your job? So for, for vocational rehabilitation, it's a lot of paperwork and meetings and things like that. So we may um, have meetings with um, our participants or our clients 
Um, we may have meetings with providers. So Yuri and I may have a meeting. We may have meetings with both of us together. So it's maybe you as a client and, and Yuri. Um, if there's an issue or if there's something that we need to talk about, maybe you decide you want to do something different. Um, we'll sit down, have meetings. Um, but it is a lot of paperwork um, on my end because we do referrals and we send out authorizations so that employment consultants can have hours and mileage and things like that to provide services to our clients. Yeah, but that's very important. It is very important. Um, I feel like they kind of work behind the scenes and right. then we work um, directly with our clients and we do have really good communication and we work together to make sure that our specific clients have what they need, which is super important. Yeah. What are some consistent hurdles or issues that you face in this career? So I, I have a few things. I think um, sometimes we do have a lot of, we do get a lot of referrals from the community, but I think for, for clients, sometimes the hardest thing is to get over the stigma of disability. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody has disabilities, whether they're visible or invisible. Um, and you don't always know what somebody is going through. And, I, you know, to some extent, I think everybody has some kind of disability um, or something that they have to accommodate to. Um, and just, you know, people learning to accept help sometimes is really hard. You know, the other struggle is um, sometimes people are not connected with beads or Medicaid waiver. Um, and really, they could receive so many more services and so many more supports long term um, and really through the life through their entire life um, by being connected with beads and Medicaid waiver. Um, but more recently, um, you know, one big hurdle is is turnover. Um, staff turnover. Um, there are a lot of employment services providers right now that are on hold because they don't have um, enough staff to serve clients. And so then that impacts services that we're able to provide to people. So if there are people out there that want to help people with disabilities, get out there and become a job coach because that's such an important job. Yes, thank you, Chris. Yeah, like, I guess Deep down, that's kind of affected me as well, like in a bad way before when I was younger. I've noticed like either job coaches or professionals. I've noticed a lot of them would just be like a revolving door. Right, yeah. And that can't be healthy for the individuals that we serve because they create a bond with, with our with their clients, and and their staff. And if they see you know ten people during that year, then they feel like they can't talk to that person because in their mind they're going to think, oh, this person is going to leave as well at some point. So I mean I get that a lot. Sometimes people tell me, you know, I hope that you don't leave. So you can't promise them that you won't, but you can always tell them that, that, that they will always be taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that overall, the clients that I see that are the most successful are the ones that have had consistent staff um, because they do have that bond and they do have that relationship with that staff. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that a lot, actually. Like, not just recently, but also, like, like in 2015, 
is when I first started to really go into jobs. Like around 2015, 2016, that's when I graduated. I graduated in 2015. I started going to jobs and day programs. And that's when it really helped me to figure out all the stuff that you just said. Like, that there is a stigma, but it's okay to break that stigma. It's like deep down, I've always known that no matter what disability you have, you still have abilities. Or whether you have a disability or not, you still have an ability. I've always believed that deep down, even all the way back then. Mm. Even though mm, there was this moment in my life where I felt like I was lost. I didn't feel like an advocate for myself. And there would be some times when I would see the R word, and I'm not proud of that. I, I wasn't always so proud of my disability. Well, I mean, if you look around, there's just so many people who look up to you. You know, you're a great positive uh, face for ADEC. You know, you have accomplished so many things, and you're definitely one of those people that I usually tell, you don't need me. You've heard me say that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't need me because you're so smart. Very and you, smart. And you know what, Emily? When I was talking about this podcast, people already knew about this podcast. You have had such an impact on the community um, just because of your courage and your ability to, to speak up and be the voice of people with disabilities. I mean, it's, it's amazing. All, almost all of the other voc rehab counselors they were like, oh, Emily's your client? I didn't know Emily was your client. That's awesome. Yeah. She's so great. I love her podcast. She has these great pearls of wisdom in her podcast. <laughs> I think one of the other counselors told me a story about a podcast where you said sometimes you have to, you have to do things you're scared of. Yeah, and sometimes I still got to practice what I preach, even though like I know these things. That doesn't mean I don't always do them in my daily life a lot of the time. Right. That's all of us, girl. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I feel like we've already talked about why both of your careers are vital in this community. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, you were talking about also issues. I, I have another issue. So I was reflecting on this and I was thinking, you know, sometimes when I have more than one client who is struggling at their job site, and they're working on the same day during the same time. For me, it's really hard to to be there for them 100% because I feel like I always have to split myself. And in order to know what those um, weaknesses are, I would like to observe that client during their entire shift so I know how to help them. But when two of my clients are struggling, like I take that to heart. Like I wanna make sure what is not working right and how can I help them achieve that? And for me, that is the hardest thing in this job, being able to, to know that I can't be there for them, you know, 100%. I can always try to uh, do 50% at one site and then 50% at another site, but for me knowing that I can't be there during their whole shift when I know that they're struggling, that's my biggest struggle. 
I totally get that. I'm pretty sure that may be an issue for you too, maybe, Chris? Yeah, um, and we, I think everybody um, in, in our positions, I think we all have high caseloads. Yeah. Um, and I think we all struggle with, at times, with time management and with, um, and feel like we're 100% there for our clients all the time. Um, and it's, and it's hard, but we have, I mean, we have people that are depending on us and they're depending on us to help them to achieve their dreams and live their best life. Yeah. Mm. As always, I'm, I'm, I don't really know this exactly. I mean, I, I get that, but I don't completely understand that. Um, I'm not going to be able to say who it is or what it is, but I've also noticed that in DSPs that they have such a big heart and they have a hard time with that job because of it. And I feel like I might be too. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, it's, and it's hard and it's, and it's hard sometimes too when, you know, maybe clients don't do what we think they should, but maybe they're doing what they need to do at that particular moment. And, and I think it's hard too to, to not take things personally. If somebody struggles on a job, it's not because they don't like me personally or because they don't like Yuri personally. It's just sometimes they got to survive. Um, and we got to give them the grace to be able to do that. Right. Yeah. It's insane. I remember watching the video, seeing how people really struggled with having a disability back then. It just it seemed very intense to even think about sometimes. Yeah, which is really good that we have, you know, people like Chris and employment consultants and DSPs. Uh, everybody really does a good job, you know, case managers, behavior consultants, like it's, it's a great big family that everybody yeah. is always wanting the best for their client. And I think everyone working together, we get towards, you know, a, a good goal um, where our client is happy, you know, living their best life at home, having the best job with good supervisors and, you know, just, you know, living day to day, really not worrying. That's, that's our main goal that that our clients are happy doing what they like to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in and hearing from your neighbors with disabilities. Check out next month's podcast. I am Emily, host of Experts by ADEX of Advocates. See you next month.